0: Hi everyone, Haley here. This week we're back with another Science of Social Media select episode from our archives. This one is one of the most popular episodes we've ever recorded, according to you, our listeners.
1: As marketers, there's so much we can learn from great storytellers and what better place to turn for great storytelling than the team at Pixar. They've been doing it for more than 20 years, starting with Toy Story all the way back in 1995.
0: We hope you enjoy the Science of Social Media Select, and we will be back next week with our regularly scheduled programming.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Brian Peters, and this is the Science of Social Media, a podcast by Buffer, your weekly sandbox for social media stories, insights, experimentation and learning.
0: Welcome to episode number 85. I'm Haley Griffiths, and this week we are chatting about something that we all know and love, something that we hold dear to our hearts, and that is a good story. Stories have the power to captivate and move audiences in some really incredible ways.
1: And as a marketer, storytelling doesn't just mean telling your audience what your product or service does or what it has done. Effective storytelling involves a deep understanding of human emotions, motivations, and psychology, in order to effectively communicate with them in an authentic and engaging way.
0: This is going to be great. Let's kick it off.
1: So Haley, are you an animated movie fan?
0: I absolutely am. Sometimes it is all I want to watch, honestly. (laughs) What about you, Brian?
1: I am. I am indeed. Actually, my favorite movie from 2017 that I thought should have won Way more awards at the Oscars <laughs> this year was Coco. Mm-hmm. The plot, characters, graphics, everything about that movie was incredible.
0: That's so awesome. I have not seen that one yet, but it's really high up on my list. I think probably my favorite animated movie would be Brave or Inside Out. They're both really incredible movies. And I like a lot of the old school Pixar stuff too, like Toy Story.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I I love Inside Out as well. Uh, I think I, I'm pretty sure I teared up on that one mm. multiple times.
0: <laughs> yes, same. <laughs>
1: Uh, Well, you all might be wondering why we're talking about Pixar. They are arguably some of the greatest storytellers of our generation. Over the years, Pixar has won 13 Academy Awards, 9 Golden Globes, and 11 Grammys.
0: No, I'm actually not shocked by that because they're (laughs) so incredible. I I love Pixar films. And you know, storytelling is something that we all do naturally starting at a very young age, but there's a difference between good storytelling and great storytelling. So Pixar has definitely mastered great storytelling. And luckily for us, they have created their famous 22 rules for storytelling that we can all learn from.
1: First of all, if you haven't checked out Pixar's 22 rules. We highly recommend it. We'll drop a link to those in the iTunes and SoundCloud notes. But today we thought it would be fun if we covered six of what we think are Pixar's most important and impactful storytelling rules for marketers. These rules will give you an entirely new perspective on the content you create and how to position your brand so that people actually listen and care.
0: There's a great quote that I read recently from writer John Westenberg, and it goes, Storytelling is the greatest technology that humans have ever created. And I like that because storytelling is the basis for so many different things in our society. It's how we interact, communicate, share experiences, and recall history.
1: Exactly, which is why our number one rule for storytelling is that good stories are universal. Effective storytelling is about taking a piece of the human condition, so things like birth, growth, emotionality, aspiration, conflict, and conveying that in a unique situation. So acclaimed Pixar director Peter Docter once said that what you're trying to do when you tell a story is to write about an event in your life that made you feel some particular way. And what you're then trying to do when when you tell that story is to get the audience to have that same feeling.
0: One way you can do this is to pull apart the stories that you like. Break down every little element about what you love about them. Those are feelings that you're having and you have to recognize them in detail in order to tell a great story yourself. So in other words, self-knowledge and awareness are at the root of all great storytelling because you are part of the human condition and people will relate to that.
1: You know, Haley, I'm relating to you right now with everything (laughs) you're saying. Uh, But yeah, so let's say you're writing a piece of content for your blog or social media If you just state facts and figures with no emotional or human connection, the content is not going to perform well. So you have to ask yourself, if I were this audience or if I were my audience and I came across this story, what would I do?
0: Let's get right into our second storytelling rule, and that's every great story has a clear structure and purpose. One of my favorite ways to develop a compelling story is to use the story spine formula created by professional playwright and improviser Ken Adams. So Pixar has used this story structure to create so many films that we know and love today. It goes like this. Once upon a time, there was blank. Every day, blank. One day, blank. Because of that, blank. Until finally, blank.
1: <laughs> I love the story spine, Haley. And if you see, like, if you see it written down, it's obviously a lot easier to kind of follow yeah, there, but yes. <laughs> we actually did an exercise here at Buffer recently where we picked one of our favorite brands and, and tried to create a story spine for them. For example, I picked Nike and it went something like this. Once upon a time, there was a passionate shoemaker that wanted to get his shoes into the hands of runners around the world. Every day he worked on perfecting his shoes so that these runners can perform at an optimum level. And so on it goes. But I would encourage all of you listening to experiment with this story spine and give it a shot. It's super awesome.
0: Totally. And the other part of this rule is to always ask, why must you tell this story? So what's the belief burning within you that your story feeds off of? What greater purpose does this serve and what does it teach? that's the heart of really great storytelling. So by creating content campaigns and a brand around a story or stories that you are passionate to tell because they serve a real purpose, you will have a lot more success in marketing. And I think that gets lost a lot of the time.
1: Our number three rule for storytelling is that people want to root for you, believe it or not. And they love a good underdog. So, this might seem straightforward, but it's worth keeping in mind anytime you're crafting a story. If you think of the reason someone might root for you, it could be as simple as the character is relatable, that their struggles are relatable, or any number of things.
0: Yeah, so speaking of the struggles of characters, one of the things Pixar mentions is that you should admire a character for trying more than for their success, which is the whole reason people love underdogs. So I thought this was super interesting, and it made me reflect on many of my favorite stories. Even if the main character wasn't winning or finding success, I was rooting for them because they were trying really hard, and the story was telling the tale of their efforts.
1: Definitely, and, and that's what you want from your audience ultimately is their attention, and they are more likely to give you attention if they want to see your character brand quote unquote succeed (laughs) than they are if they don't really care what happens to your character uh, which is not what any storyteller wants, obviously.
0: <laughs> I mean, exactly. You want the character or the brand that people are going to wear T-shirts for. I mean, like, <laughs> exactly. that's a little bit extreme because we're focused on social media, not Hollywood, but it's the same sort of idea and emotion that you want to evoke. And another helpful tidbit from Pixar here is to give your character or brand opinions. So it might seem easy and pleasing to everyone to make them more malleable or passive, but Pixar describes passive characters as poison to the audience.
1: Yeah. And whenever I I talk to somebody about even writing a blog post, you know, having your blog posts or your articles, your content have opinions, just like giving characters opinions will help you succeed and your content succeed on a higher level. So you yourself are, you know, creating a character or a story that people want to root for.
0: Onto to our fourth rule of storytelling, and that is that good stories appeal to our deepest emotions. So I know I cannot be the only one that has felt like crying or maybe has cried <laughs> during a movie. Even if I didn't go into it thinking that this might be an emotional movie for me, there are always ways to tell stories that really pull at your emotions.
1: I'm right there with you, Haley. I I probably cry in most movies. (laughs) And, you know, it's worth mentioning that psychologists generally agree that there are six basic emotions. Anger, disgust, fear, happiness, sadness, and surprise. And if you watched Inside Out, the movie we referenced earlier, you'll recognize these characters as actual, you know, heroes and main characters in the movie. So tapping into any and maybe even all of these emotions will help give your story greater appeal.
0: Absolutely. And the more you understand how your own emotional levers are pulled, the more you'll appreciate how that works in others as well. So it's a good exercise to start recognizing those things in yourself, but also go to a deeper level and think about the why. Why are you feeling that way? How might you be able to take the why behind your emotions and really tell a story with that?
1: Yeah, I really love that exercise because all good stories relate to some core truth in humans, and that's what is powerful. So our advice here for marketers and brands is to keep questioning yourself and understanding your own stories so that you can improve and keep learning more about how to tell stories that really appeal to a whole host of emotions.
0: Next, our fifth rule of storytelling is that good stories are surprising and unexpected. They don't follow the norm. So I think we can all outline, for instance, the normal fairy tale where there's a helpless princess (laughs) and a prince that comes to save her, right? Like that's just super traditional. And What makes that traditional storyline more surprising is something like in Disney's Tangled, where the princess is working to rescue herself, or maybe there are some elements of magic that you wouldn't expect. So I won't spoil anything in case anyone hasn't seen Tangled, (laughs) but those are a few of the things that take a really traditional storyline like Rapunzel and switch it up, and that is what led to it being such a popular movie.
1: Yeah, absolutely agreed. And there's a great YouTube video that we'll also link to in the notes, but an exercise we came across for this storytelling rule involves really trying to surprise yourself as well as your audience. So now, you know, as the person, you writing the story or the content or whatever it may be, you might think that this will be tough, you know, to surprise yourself. But what Pixar recommends here is that a good way to go about this is to automatically discount the first thing that comes to mind. So just throw it out the window, your first idea, and then also throw the second, (laughs) third, fourth, and fifth idea out the window. So by doing this, you'll end up with such an unexpected storyline that you might just be able to surprise yourself. And then of course, in turn, you can surprise your audience.
0: I love that. Another one that we saw here is to make a list of what would not happen next <laughs> I love in that a story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So say you're stuck writing and you might be thinking, what happens next? And that's a really hard question to answer. So reversing it to what would not happen is an easy way to keep the ideas flowing. And oftentimes this will help you get unstuck and onto the next part of your story or your content, whatever it is. So that's it. Play around with some of the various ways you can surprise your audience and yourself, and you will have quite the story on your hands.
1: Last but not least, good stories are simple and focused. I really enjoyed this rule because you know a good story when you see it and you as an audience member have to be able to follow along if you're going to love a story
0: totally and i think we've all heard or seen stories that involve just like too many characters and it takes so many detours and then by the end you weren't able to enjoy the story because you were a little too confused
1: yeah that's that's definitely it and as the person writing the story it is much more difficult than it sounds to make a story simple oftentimes we might not even realize that you know as creators we're adding layers where they don't really even need to be Pixar's advice here is to combine characters and hop over detours. They mentioned that while you as the creator may feel like you're losing quote unquote valuable stuff, it'll actually set you free in the end and will definitely set your stories up for much more success.
0: Totally. And a great exercise for this one is to tell your story or your content to a friend, family, or a colleague who has never heard or read it before. And then you can watch their face and try to see where they pause and what questions they might have. In the end, the more they can just follow along and enjoy the story without needing to ask clarifying questions, or they don't look like they're getting lost, the more simple and focused you know your story is.
1: We hope that you enjoyed this Science of Social Media select episode from our archives. That was one of the most popular episodes from 2018, all thanks to you. Gosh, I love Pixar. Let us know what you thought of this select episode. We're always here for you at helloatbuffer.com or tag us on social using hashtag BufferPodcast.
0: We'll be back next week with some brand new social media insights and strategies for you to try, including how to turn fans into brand champions and why it's critical in 2019. Until then, everyone.